to bring it back. Back it up, rewind. Back it up, back it up. Back up the boat. Alright, welcome to the DMB Fitness Skills Show. The uncomfortably close sitting together three men on a sofa edition. Uh, for the next 30 minutes plus or minus, we're going to talk about... Uh, Talk about getting strong, getting skilled, and building fitness for things that you actually care about. So, I'm Andy Fawcett, Ryan Hurst, Jarlo Ilano. Let's make the magic happen. I think it's great that the first podcast I'm on is the Couchcast. It's only taken us 41 episodes yeah. to get you here. I take a lot of convincing to get out in the public, but I think it's worth it. And it just makes sense. So we're all in the same room together. Might as well get in a podcast. Might as well. Might, Might as, well. as well. So what are we doing together? This weekend we had a, a seminar. We're here in Santa Fe. Lovely Santa Fe, <laughs> New <laughs> Mexico. It's pretty here. Yeah. It is very it pretty. Is. Yeah. It is very pretty. And thank you to our very pretty seminar participants. Uh, we yesterday. had a lot of nice, pretty people there. We did. We did. And we made some pretty movement. Yes, we did. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about some of the some of the things that we covered yesterday, and you know, since we're all together, uh, it's really interesting when we get together and we get a chance to teach together. We learn a lot really quickly. So we wanted to cover some of the things that came out of the seminar yesterday about. Well, we've talked recently on the podcast on the show about how certain things fit together and how things are integrated, but. Uh, especially with Jarlo here, we wanted to talk a little bit more about that, how different sides of things work together, um, and maybe give some examples that we used in the seminar, but try to explain them in a way that you can also visualize them without having been there. All right. All right. So starting off, Jarlo, what are your thoughts on the seminar as far as... Well... You know, again, thinking back to that last podcast you guys did, like, and it's a really common question, like, how do you fit things together? Everybody asks about certain progressions into movements. And then we did that AMA earlier mm -hmm. today that mm -hmm. read it, and a person had a good question. He was like, well, where can I learn more about like the mechanics or the explanations of, of body weight movements and, as such? And, you know, there's... We've been in this a long time, so we've gone through a lot of different systems. We've seen it. We've gone through it. We've certified in them. You know, in therapy, I've seen a lot of different things. And there's a lot of people, well, not a lot, but there's a few people out there that purport to have the keys to success, right? You know, these universal principles or these, these uh, fundamental things that will never change no matter what. And on the face of it, that just doesn't make any sense. It can't make sense. How can something transfer directly to another thing and directly transfer to another thing? There, that's why. That's why there are things. Mm -hmm. Things yeah. are different. Mm -hmm. yeah. If everything was the same, we, you know, a person good at life this, would be pretty simple. It would be pretty simple. <laughs> you're good at this thing. You're automatically good at this other yeah. thing. It just doesn't happen. It's not that you have to specialize in everything, yeah. but. Being so blanket of a statement like, oh, you, you do this and you're going to automatically be able to do this, do that, do this. It just doesn't make sense on the face of it. Well, it's kind of, it's not limited to fitness, you know, like nothing is limited to fitness, but it's, it's pretty common that we want to find like a universal principle, right? Like that's why religions are 
uh, are there. That's why, you know, in physics, there's always talk about finding, you know, the, the theory of everything, right? The, the unified principle that will, that from which all physical laws can be, you know, but that's, intuited. Yeah. But, you know, we haven't found one yet. And we also, we haven't found one for physical movement either. What do you think, Ryan? Well, and that's, that's just what you're saying. And, and so that's why there's different movements. That's why there's different things out there. And so each person has a particular reason for creating what they created. And so um, to think that you'll be able to have one thing and it will explain all movement, including dance, including gymnastics, including baseball. I mean, really, there, there is no concept out there. Well, I think, though, let's say, going... So that's a real global thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like this mm -hmm. whole universal thing. But that doesn't mean they can have common <clears throat> representational things. So that's what I liked about this seminar. So you demonstrated uh, certain movements that aren't... You could call them archetypes for the, the movements above. Mm -hmm. But it's not that. It's that they're common... They have common features that if you work and you perfect and you master it at this level, that it makes it easier for you to get something at the at the next step. Exactly. Right? Instead of instead of thinking that you know it needs to be complicated and there's only one way to get there, you know, making it simple and showing them uh, what they can use in order to progress towards that. But but you know, like you said, I was thinking more global, but locally there are certain patterns that you can use that will set you up for. Um, success with um, other movements and other transitions. So, yeah. So, in this seminar, we're working more on <clears throat> dynamic movements, mm -hmm. right? So, we're working on the locomotor moves, like the bear and the monkey and all of that, and how they transition into other more dynamic movements. But one of the common questions we answer all these emails is things like planches, yeah. right? Things like... Uh, those holes, iron cross, and all yeah. of these mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. So with with that, it's all it's not like you develop a strength, and then you can do that, right? Yeah, you de you develop a strength in something else, like in the pull ups, or I don't know, like something really like if you're a kettlebeller. We had a lot of kettlebellers yeah. at this seminar. Like they're strong, strong shoulders, they're strong, 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 mm -hmm. strong. Right? Doesn't mean they can automatically do a, a iron cross, exactly. Right? But they're strong. You can't deny that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to people like you always get the question? Well, what do I need to do to get the plant, or what do I need to mm -hmm. do to get the iron cross? Is there a principle I can learn that will make me able yeah. to do yeah. the plant? Is, there, and, is that that's something that's reasonable? Yeah, very very specific and you know great question because we get it all the time. And I think it comes back to looking at what kind of strength you're working on. You know, a lot of times, especially in the world and the circles that we're involved with, people talk about the straight arm strength and the bent arm strength, and so. Um, going back to your example of the kettlebells, you know, if you look at the press, the pressing, and um, you know, even the swings, even though that is a straight arm movement, but going back to the presses, they're going to have that strength in the shoulder, and and also, of course, in the elbow. But it's not the kind of strength needed in order to perform the straight arm movements. And so, um, just because they're strong in one area, they're not going to be strong in the straight arms strength area and so that's why if you want to work on something like even the iron cross or um, the planche or even something as simple as the as the l-sit you're going to of course have to start at the very beginning and um, first of all just work like on the hollow body plank hold and so 
like yesterday when I when I demonstrated the two movements that I feel are very important to first have down with the rings. One of them was the top position, mm-hmm. and so that's the straight arm strength um, needed. Part of me movement that we use in order to teach that mm, not just the straight arm but also the position of the rest of the body that will lead towards being able to even start working towards the planche or the iron cross. So going back to seminar, there was this man there, extremely athletic. Amazing. Just amazing. Amazing. And he hadn't done any of this, right? Yeah. And then you put him in a handstand. He was holding it for like 30, 40 seconds. Unreal, right? Crazy, yeah. And then the same thing with like uh, the variants of the iron cross. Mm -hmm. He was almost able to do it, right? So it's not like saying you can't be, have a general strength, but you would need this sort of transitional move. And we like should just position. clarify, he did not just jump up and do an iron cross. <laughs> yeah, he no, did a variation yeah, with yeah. Ryan helping in some yeah. very specific but it was still cueing. Yeah. Really impressive. It was very impressive, yeah. but I just don't want anyone to get the idea that there was a guy oh, who no, was Ryan just so... someone an iron cross in a day. There's, yeah. That's Ryan, what happens. Yeah. 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 Actually, if you guys are wondering, you, you can actually get the iron cross in a few hours. If you are a former Olympic athlete. If you are a former <laughs> Olympic athlete... Right. Just come to our seminar and we can get you there. And yeah. you can get a 45-second handstand when you've never done a handstand before. Yeah. If you are a former Olympic athlete. For but, a special price. But that's the thing, right? He had this base yeah. level of strength, athleticism, yeah. coordination. Like he had the, another thing we worked on this weekend was the butterfly, right? Yeah. <laughs> never done it. Yeah. Ever, right? And I'm, got oh it beautifully. Oh, my God. And, go, and, and this you know, comes to mind, too. He had an understanding of his body. Yeah. And... And how to use his body. And so, and I think that's a very important point to also say. And so, you know, just having strength Mm -hmm. is is good. But unless you understand what you can do with your body and and have that feeling of where... And that's where where you you need that person, that coach to take it. Yes, yes. There's a lot of, like in the stuff we do, bodyweight strength training and uh, these tricks and acrobatics... It's self-selecting. There's going to be people that they're going to they're interested in it. They've already had some kind of background. Yeah. They're kind of strong before they even get into it. So yeah, they're going to do better. Yeah, exactly. You can tell them to exactly. just do this, and they'll do it. They'll get stronger. They're hardy, constitutionally mm-hmm. hardy. That mm-hmm. that's something that people don't really think about. Yeah, people that recover better, at just just genetically, mm-hmm. they can withstand this mm-hmm. better. Yeah, versus someone we get lots of emails like. You know, I do this and I'm wrecked for a couple of days and it's not, it's not like they're weak. Right. It's not like they're, they went too hard at it at first. It's just, they've been training, but yeah. this stuff. And like so, we've said before, like recovery is a metabolic process mm-hmm. and it's chemical processes and there's a lot of things, you know, you can't always have control over that. It's not a, a matter of training up to it even. It's not a mm-hmm. matter of supplements. It's, it's stuff that you might not be able to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a very good point. I mean, we're all coming into this at different levels, different bodies, different backgrounds. And so, um, you know, in, in the seminars that we do, we see all of these different kinds of people. And it's really cool for us to be able to also learn um, each time we go to the seminar. It's not just us preaching what we think people should know. It's us learning and, and taking our information that we want to share and applying it to these particular people and then getting feedback directly yeah. as to how we're teaching and if it's making sense and helping those people. So uh, yesterday it was just just so awesome to see him. Yeah. Just 
cranking this stuff out. And um, but it's I, an outlier. Yeah, that's it's exactly right. All right, so. You know, I also want to take it back to what we were saying earlier about uh, concepts and principles because it's an interesting uh, thing to think about. And, you know, like you said, we're teachers. And so in teaching, you know, we're not just showing stuff. We're also trying to teach the principle behind the movement. But we also said that there's no universal principles. So I'd like to give a few examples of some principles that are very useful and applicable but specifically don't apply to other things. Mm -hmm. Uh, So one is... One of the things that we did yesterday, when we talk about some basic tumbling moves, mm-hmm. and you were showing a butterfly kick, and mm-hmm. you mentioned several times about the lift and push, mm-hmm. right? Which comes up in a lot of flips, butterfly cl- uh, kicks, uh, front back pirouette, flips, pirouette. Yeah. All of those have a lift and a push. For example, if you're doing, well, just a front flip, you lift the hips mm-hmm. and push with the legs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing an aerial... You lift with the rear leg, push with the front leg, right? There's a lift and a push there. But if we go to a planche, where's the lift and push? Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. not a lift and a push yeah. in a planche. Yeah. Yeah. But, but this is interesting. And so, um, and, and to get back to what you're saying, it's, and this is our seminars, of course, and how we do it is that we show and group things together so that the things that are related, mm-hmm. people can actually get that understanding and move towards some of the more advanced movements faster because they understand the principle and the concepts being applied from the very beginning. And so instead of throwing one thing out, Mm -hmm. let's say um, we're going to work on the cartwheel right now and then we go back and trying to work on the planche Mm -hmm. where it's something completely separate, right? Instead of that, first showed the monkey and how, and how, well, didn't even explain what what we're working towards just started off with the monkey and then showed variations. And gradually, the concepts that we introduced in the monkey kept coming up throughout each progression. And by mm. the time we got to the last one, they can they understood the concept and uh, the principles that we're referring to. And so that's how we split things up. And that's well, a good yeah. thing about, like, you know, if you have multiple goals or if you have different things that you want to try to fit together, like we've talked about fitting things mm-hmm. together, if you can find things that are organized around a similar principle, yes. you yes. can work on different things at the same time. And there is carryover. And you can chase more than one goal at a time yeah. to an extent. But if you're trying to put together things that don't share a common principle, then you're going to be having problems. Uh and you probably weren't even thinking about this, but you teach a lot of martial art. And when you teach a class, you probably keep basic central principle through most of the course. Yeah, in that hour. In that hour, in that hour yeah, right? That's right. You'll start warm-ups, you'll start one drill, another drill, and they're all working off the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so what we were talking about, like with the connection, what I really liked with, with Brian is that he didn't explicitly state it until after he took the participants fully through the process and with that because when you when you when you go through it physically and you work through it actively then it's going to be mean more and you're going to actually really integrate it and and retain that information Mm -hmm. that's sort of like being a a driver of the car or being a passenger in the car you're going to go to your destination and you get the same place but really if you're the passenger you don't really understand what happened you know what it takes to get we you're all just, have you just listen to billy joel and that's you right know. you're just yeah. the radio you're daydreaming right we all have that experience and all yep. of a sudden you're there then maybe you're, you're the driver next time and it's not like oh wow i missed that i missed that stop or i missed mm-hmm. that you know that uh left turn that i should have took at albuquerque but, 
And that's the thing, right? <laughs> so we're in Santa Fe. You gotta take that left turn at Albuquerque, like the rabbit. Yeah. But for uh, for Ryan, what he did was he didn't explicitly state what was happening until afterwards. Then yeah. they got he didn't it. say, "Here's the principle that's we're going right, to be working right. on for yeah, the next right. thirty minutes." Right. Yeah. He showed it and then said, "Oh, did you guys notice? Here's what you're getting." Then you got a lot of light bulbs over the head. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because they did. They actually did. They yeah. went through it and they did it. So be the driver is kind of <laughs> what we're saying, <laughs> right? You you gotta you passenger. can you can be a passenger. You can read stuff. You can do what everyone tells you to do. But basically, you've got to get out and you've got to drive your own car and you've got to experience what it's like to shift through the gears and right. to take the you know metaphor further to the point of absurdity. <laughs> but you've got to actually do it to get you know those motor patterns built into your body and to really get the light bulb to go off to where you do understand it. You, you have can't to make the mistakes. I think a lot yeah. of people that they they, Good. they search yes. all this stuff is yep. because they don't want to make mistakes or yep. they don't want to waste time. Don't want to waste time. The or, mistakes yeah. are where you learn. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah that's the case. Yeah. It, it's not really a waste of time if you make those mistakes and you learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, granted, you want to be safe. You want to go through it. You don't yeah. want to get injured. That's true. But if you go through a program, the way well-designed program, that's not going to happen. Maybe it won't be the best for you, but they will learn for the next time you go. Yeah. And just start on something, you know, and researching all this different stuff to just focus on that one thing, try it out and get off the computer and do it. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Once you go and you try it out, then you maybe that one of those things that that program said to do really works well. Mm -hmm. And then another Mm -hmm. thing you think, Oh, that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Well, you now, you know, yeah, you know it's not a race. We got the, we got our whole life to, to work on these things. I only have till next week. Well, you better start working. I know. Terminal illness is, is a yeah. sad, sad It's thing. a sad, sad yeah. thing. Sorry. All right. <laughs> so on that happy <laughs> note, we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, but the point being is that you've got to try stuff and you've got to do stuff. Concepts are great. Concepts are important. But none of them are universal. And if you really want to figure out what those concepts are for the application you're involved in, you just got to practice. You got to make mistakes. And find your own light bulbs. Is that right? Sounds good. Find your own light bulbs. I like it. Thanks for watching. See you next time. See you next time.